Alyssa, it's safe to say you've had quite the shitty day. <laughs> quite the shitty week. Yeah. What a week it's been. What a week. Where do I even start? I mean, so the week started off good. Yeah, so the week did start off good. Um, good old Memorial weekend. We didn't post an episode because we were traveling out of town for a wedding that we were going to be in. Um, actually, our first and only guest so far, she was getting married, cousin Tara, and we were both in her wedding as bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. And you know, the weekend was was fun. It was good. We had a lot of fun. Um, got to see a lot of family we haven't seen in like a year because of COVID. And um, the ceremony itself was really nice. The pictures were great. <laughs> and we go to this cocktail hour in between the the ceremony and the reception. And for some reason, they couldn't make a Moscow mule, which I don't know why that was a thing that couldn't happen. They had ginger ale, so I don't know why they couldn't just make one with ginger ale. But so, you know, I get a nice little rum and coke, find a little table with some of our friends at it. We're sitting there just talking, you know, and I'm like, like 95% sober. Like we had had a couple mimosas throughout the day, but it had been over the course of several hours. So I was like nowhere near any level of intoxication. And I'm just sitting there talking and all of a sudden I just spill my entire drink into my lap, ice and all. And I'm just sitting there like, you gotta be kidding me. Because we still have to do our entrance into the reception. I still have to walk around people. And I just have this, like, very noticeable wet spot, like, all on my dress. And thankfully, our um, he is our, th- our third biggest podcast fan. <laughs> Shout out to our third biggest podcast fan. James was like, it'll make a great podcast story. And I was like, you know what? It will. So I had to go downstairs. I like took my dress off. I was trying to air it out. Couldn't find a hairdryer. One of the ladies who was working like um, setting up stuff for the wedding, she like came down and found me. She's like, do you want me to bring you a new drink? And I was like, yeah, sounds great. So I got a, you know, a vodka Sprite to keep it, you know, as clear as possible. But I got the dress dry. Uh, There was no noticeable stain considering I had Coke. And then I went back up and we were good. But just the fact that that would happen to me just being klutzy enough to spill a drink on themselves. And that brings us to yesterday. <laughs> so let me let me start this part of the story. Okay. So I was driving back in my car and, you know, I have the voice to text like message system basically. Yes. And so I had texted Alyssa something about, I think, recording the podcast asked her a question and all of a sudden my voice to message thing says oh you know I'm just casually talking to mom on the phone about me having to get stitches (laughs) and that's literally all I had context for and I had pulled into the driveway and I just see mom in the kitchen like talking to you about your um should we call it an incident accident sure would you like to explain what happened I won't go into the gory details, um, but all you need to know is that I um, I had a workplace incident, um, an injury. I was out in the forest. I, I do a lot of work outside, and I was trying to clear some paths with some um, electric clippers, and I somehow I clipped myself. 
for lack of a better word, um, in the finger. And I had to go to urgent care because it was a deep enough cut that I was like, I should probably get this looked at. Because, like, there was a guy at work who I guess, like, had some medical training. He was like, yeah, he's like, you probably could go. He's like, you don't have to go. Like, you're not forced to go, but technically since it's workplace, you should probably go. Um, and then I also texted a photo of it to a doctor I know. who <laughs> was like, do you think I need to get stitches? And he was like, yeah, you should probably go get, you probably need stitches. And I was like, okay, that's good enough for me. Um, so I had to go and I ended up having to get three stitches in my finger. I can't use my left hand really for like a week. If you want to see my Frankenstein picture. Yeah. It's not as bad as I thought it would look, but... It, it like, doesn't look that bad. It's just I don't really have, um... Movement. Move a lot of range of motion right now. Um, it's still a little, like, numb, too. They said that probably would last a couple days. It really, like, wasn't that painful. It didn't bleed that much after the initial bleed, but it just, like, was enough that it needed a little extra help. Mm -hmm. Plus, I was like, if I don't go, this is gonna get super infected, because I can't take care of myself. (laughs) And also, too, like, you might as well collect the workplace, like, pain for your injury. Correct. Right. Yes. So, so anyways, I got stitches. And as we know, Hannah, just like Sean Mendes' Mon- butthole, I, too, was needing stitches. <laughs> I was actually, like, so hoping earlier today you were going to mention that again. It was just, like, thinking about stitches, and I was like, oh, yeah, we have yeah. a joke. Right. Talk about stitches already. So you're, you know, you're recovering today from that. Yeah, I'm taking a and, nice, uh, like, slow day. And you're you're out in your hammock, right? <laughs> so that leads us to today. Yeah. So, you know, I am, um, my injury was yesterday, so I have to, I have stitches for a week. So today was, like, my first recovery day. Um, You know, so I'm just, like, taking it slow. I don't have anything I need to do. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to go out in my hammock, take my laptop out there, just do a few things for the podcast today. And I'm sitting out there, and it's, like, really nice outside. The weather's really warm, but it's, like, shaded and, you know, in some trees, so I'm just having a great time. And all of a sudden, I just, like, feel a spritz of wetness. And I, I watch as a bird shits on my laptop. It, like, just, it was, like, a drive-by shitting, like, like, a drive-by fruiting, but it was, like, the bird just, just, uh, shit and ran. And I was, like, are you kidding me? It was all over my laptop. Thankfully, it did not land on me. I mean, I did feel, like, a little bit of, like, the collateral splashback, you know, but, like, it didn't get on me. It was all on my laptop. Thank God it was there, though, because it would have landed on my lap if I hadn't had my laptop. So I'm, like, is it better or worse that my laptop got covered in bird shit? And I don't really know, but it was really gross, and I immediately texted you, and I was like, <laughs> look at what happened to me. I'm just trying to relax and not hate my life, and here's this other thing that just happened to me. Well, uh, Alyssa sent me the picture. We'll post it on Instagram this week so you can all yeah. witness it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll post some things. We've got we've got a lot of things we'll probably post on yeah. Instagram. I said that's something you really can't come back from because every time you look at your computer now, you're just going to be reminded that a bird shit on it. But yeah, it's been a week.
chubby little cubby all stuffed with glue. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, chubby little cubby all stuffed with glue. I can't believe I only messed up a tiny little bit at the end there. I How practiced did it for about uh, like 30 minutes. You'll be happy to know I sang a little bit. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, you know, I was just kind of sitting watching the, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh today. And I was like, you know what? There's a keyboard here. I'm bored. I bet I could learn the theme one-handed. Because, you know, if you listen yes. to the intro, I currently can't really use my left hand. So it's just the right-handed piece. I think I got the words wrong. <laughs> I said, "Did you?" You know, I was. I just did the part where it goes, "Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh," and then I said, "Chubby little cubby, all stuffed with glue." <laughs> <laughs> stuffed with fluffies. Oh, okay. stuffed with fluffies. Glue makes more sense. Glue. It rhymes. Can you imagine if Christopher Robin? had like a glue like huffing problem <laughs> and he just used poo to like huff glue and that was like the whole premise what like it's some yes. fever dream like right, some right. like huffing like he's like, like he's like high off hallucinogenics glue. Or that's something? why he has all these crazy oh my god insane okay. all right welcome uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome this is a, an impromptu intro to research rank repeat i am one of your hosts Alyssa. And this is the other host, Hannah. Uh, yeah, and as you may have heard, I don't know what we're going to cut and what we're going to keep, but uh, I got bored and learned some of the Winnie the Pooh theme song because we're here with a very special episode. Deep in the Hundred Acre Wood. There lived a boy named Christopher Robin who huffed glue. He's <laughs> <laughs> huffing, huffing a lot of glue. There lived a boy named Christopher Robin, and his many, many a stuffed animals turned into actual animals with slightly creepy voices. Yes. We, Alyssa came up with this idea. I did, yes. I was thinking about um, what would be a good episode to start ourselves back off with because we took uh, a little bit of a break between the, this one and the last one. And I was like, you know, we were, like, obsessed with Winnie the Pooh. Um, I'm looking at you in our room, and I know there are two wall arts hanging up, and as well as stuffed animals currently in the closet in our bedroom that mm-hmm. are Winnie the Pooh. So yes. we had VHSs, we had computer games, we had stuffed animals, we had books, we had, like, adventure... Um, find like oh you mean like where's waldo but like where's Pooh? yeah we had stuff like that we had like the i spy kind of books we had everything we had so many things winnie the pooh themed it just seemed like you know what we should rank the characters they're a colorful (laughs) bunch of uh of of animals and a human (laughs) so why don't we uh why don't we rank them from worst to best I'm going to be honest. So we, you came up with this idea when we were waiting for our plane to fly back to Michigan. Yes. Having a drink. Yep. And we were kind of just last minute trying to come up with something that wouldn't take too much effort, you know, as as far as like watching or whatever. Yes. 
And um, when you suggested suggested this, I immediately was like, I don't know if that's going to work. But then the more I started to like look into it and the more I like watch stuff, I actually was like really invested in this ranking. I know. I was too. And I feel very like passionate passionate about this i do too yeah all right so i got a little bit of background on winnie the pooh okay i have a few facts as well but you may cover them so i will i will add if you don't have them okay it's actually quite interesting some of the stuff i found but so pooh is a fictional teddy bear created by english author a.a milne i think it's mine it's m-i-l-n-e Milne. 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 I don't know. Milne. I think it's Milne. Milne? Okay. A.A. Milne and English illustrator E.H. Shepard. And the first collection of stories was from the book Winnie the Pooh in 1926. In 1961, Disney licensed certain film and other rights. And since then, they have been the owners of Winnie the Pooh franchise, essentially. You should mention, however, that the character Winnie the Pooh did appear in a book before he got his own book. Um, but yes. he was also known as Edward Bear earlier on as well. Right. I think it was a series, a series of, of poems. poems. Yeah, it was a series yeah. of poems. <clears throat> so the author named pretty much all the characters after his son, Christopher. Well, his son's name is Christopher Robin. Milne, yes. Which is obviously Christopher Robin from the stories is based off of him. But he also named characters after his sons, like Teddy Bear, he named after Pooh. Or Pooh was named, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes. Winnie the Pooh was named after his son's teddy bear, which was named after a bear named Winnie and a swan named Pooh. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And the other characters were also um, Christopher Robin's, like, toys growing up, minus a couple characters, which I will get to. So, the stories are set in the Ashdown Forest, which is located in East Sussex, England. So, it's actually based off of real places. Obviously, like, the names are um, made up for the stories, right? So, uh, Pooh, Piglet, Eeyore, Kanga, Roo, and Tigger were all based off of his son's actual toys, Owl and Rabbit were created by the author's just own imagination. And then Gopher was actually created specifically once the Disney bought um, out Winnie the Pooh in the franchise. Yes. And actually, the reason that Gopher was created, he was supposed to be a replacement for Piglet. I read that and I was like, in what world would anyone prefer gopher over piglet so there's a theory that the character of piglet is supposed to be gay oh and Mm -hmm. so in the first winnie the pooh film which came out in 1966 it was winnie the pooh and the honey tree disney actually got rid of piglet um the director said they chose gopher to be pooh's sidekick because he represented an all-american grassroots image he also was um, based off of the beaver character from Lady and the Tramp, because mm-hmm. the beaver sounded very similar. I think it might have actually been the same voice actor, to be honest. I didn't look that up, but yeah, um, they were trying to create a character like that to add. Right. So 
In 2002, Pooh was ranked as the most valuable fictional character, generating over $5.9 billion in just that year alone. And there's actually another interesting thing. So in the stories and in the movies, Pooh and his friends play this game called Pooh Sticks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, that sounds funny. Where basically you drop sticks from a bridge and then you wait and see whose stick goes down the river and crosses the finish line first. And they actually have a real world World Championships Poo Sticks event. Takes place in England. And they've been playing it since 1984. And players come from like all over the world to play this game. Which is insane. Sounds pretty intense. It's very intense. So another thing that's interesting, it's long been speculated that each character represents a different psychological disorder. I have um, heard that, yeah. Yeah, so there was an article by a Canadian Medical Association journal, and in it they kind of mentioned that Pooh is like the ADHD, Piglet is a generalized anxiety disorder, um, Eeyore would be some sort of a depressive disorder, Rabbit is narcissistic personality disorder, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Um, which I think that's interesting because you don't see a lot of mental health um underlines i guess on a lot of mm-hmm. children's like shows and things written yeah. for children but right. also they're not coming out and saying it so yeah so i was reading something about how the stories were praised for a lot of like humor but they also dealt with a lot of character in the sense of like personal personalization of these characters and also like um relationships between them and just the like um the humanity they're able to bring out within these characters i know was something that was was heavily heavily praised at the time that it was written Mm -hmm. um that's pretty much all i have so if you have anything else you'd like to add i have two additional facts you covered a lot of the stuff that i had one thing is that there is a national winnie the pooh day Do you want to take a guess what date it is? Am I supposed to know? Just pick a day. Pick any day. May 4th. It's my birthday! (laughs) January 18th! Winnie the Pooh Day! Because the author's birthday was January 18th. That is why Mm. it's um, National Winnie the Pooh Day. So now I know. Any day it's my birthday. Winnie the Pooh. We're the same, you know? Mm -hmm. The other thing... That's interesting is that Kenny Rogers, famous singer, Highway to the Danger Zone, wrote a ballad about Winnie the Pooh called Return to Pooh Corner. It's supposed to be a very touching ballad. I listened to part of it and I was just confused as to why this existed, but I was like, all right, good to know. Did you feel touched? I did not feel touched, but I also no. didn't listen to the full thing. But uh, Kenny funny. Rogers is a is a Winnie the Pooh super fan. <laughs> He joins our club. Yes, exactly. Okay, so if you don't have anything else, yes, I think what we should do first is just, like, run through all the characters okay. that we're going to talk about. Just a little description for people who either haven't watched Winnie the Pooh in a long time or who aren't familiar with the characters. Okay. So, obviously, the main character would be Winnie the Pooh, or also known as Pooh most of the time. Or Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear, yep. Yes. So he's a teddy bear. Uh, he's the main protagonist, and he's sort of like the naive but like friendly leader of the group, I suppose. Yes. 
sorry, I just wanted to point out that Winnie the Pooh is only wearing a t-shirt and he originated the crop top and also is the first icon for body positivity, in my opinion. Yes. Because he's short, stout. He's short, fat, and proud of that. He also is a flasher. (laughs) What? He's a flasher? He doesn't wear pants. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's automatically a flasher. None of Kanga and Ru- Kanga and Eeyore and Tigger don't wear clothes. They're just well, nudists. then they're all then they're all nude flashers. It's not flashing <laughs> if they're nude. He just he would has his little crop top and uh, it's all good. But we we love Winnie the Pooh in his how just how much he loves showing off his body. It's yeah, great. exactly. Okay, so then we get Christopher Robin, who is the only human character to appear. And he is sort of the, I don't know, is it essentially his imagination is what yes. drives the story, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that the idea is that his, he is imagining the stories of, with his stuffed animals um, and is based off of, yeah, the author's son. And actually I was reading something that like the, his son was like really unhappy with Winnie the Pooh and like the fact that a character is based off him because he said it felt like his father was using him to like propel himself so i think that it's interesting that they didn't exactly have a great relationship in that sense and he used to get like teased for it in school so he wasn't a huge fan of the the series itself yeah i mean that makes sense um so then you have tigger who is a tiger he is sort of like the class clown like goofy uh wild extreme energy like mischievous character you have piglet who is a small pig and is kind of more of like the shy fearful you know looks up to like Pooh and christopher robin worries a lot yes we mentioned he's rumored to have like generalized anxiety disorder yes of some sort i relate (laughs) (laughs) and then we get eeyore who Eeyore. is a donkey? Eeyore. 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 <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Okay. That's fine. You know I can't speak. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yes. So he's a donkey. He is very much like the pessimist, glass half empty, glum. I mean, I'd be pretty pessimistic if I was filled with sawdust. That is true. Yeah. I literally watched Christopher Robin um nail donkey's or eeyore's tail back into his ass yes and um yeah i was like i don't blame eeyore for how he feels i know right so then you get kanga who is the only female character main character to appear in these stories um the mother of rue who is kanga's son and she's sort of this sounds cliche but she's like the mom of the group She's, like, the calm, sort of logical, I guess, Mm -hmm. person. Yes. Then we have Rue, who is Kanga's son. He's sort of, like, I mean, he's the youngest, so he's sort of, like, the playful, energetic child character. Yeah. Just there to have a good time. Doesn't have a worry in life. Hasn't had to pay a bill or work (laughs) a day in his life. He doesn't know taxes. (laughs) The IRS isn't going after him. The Sanders estate. He's probably, ta- Pooh's probably wanted for tax fraud, right? <laughs> probably. Because he lives in someone else's home. That's true. Sanders estate, you know. Yeah. Who knows what happened to him? Pooh's just living there rent free. 
Okay, then we have Rabbit, who is a rabbit. He's sort of like the impatient, bossy... They said he's sort of known to like a narcissistic disorder. He's the Squidward. Yes. Oh. Correct. Well, Hundred Acre Woods. Correct. (laughs) Then you have Owl, who is obviously an owl. He's the eldest character, sort of the mentor, uh, thinks he kind of knows all, talkative character. And then we have Gopher, who is a gopher. Like Alyssa said, he's based off of the beaver and Lady and the Tramp. And like I said, he was originally intended to replace Piglet, but became his own character. He's like the, he likes to do some digging, excavating, you know, as one does. As one does casually. Dig a tunnel, dig, dig a tunnel. Quick. Quick, before the hyenas hyenas come. come. Dig. Dig. Yeah, and that's our, that's our 10 characters. So there are other characters, technically. There's like a heffalump baby that shows up in one of the newer shows and some other girl who's like the Christopher Robin replacement in a newer show. But we went, nah, we're not doing that. We're doing the set 10 characters that have been around since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Of, at least of the animated stuff. That's but yeah, um, so we're going just 10. Yeah. Quick and dirty. Top 10. <laughs> just like my... My stitches. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, I don't remember who started last time. So I'll, I'll start. Okay. Um, number 10 is Gopher. Gopher has maybe one of the most annoying voices in the history of animated television in a general sense. He's annoying. He gets in the way of everything. He could never replace Piglet. So because of that, he is bottom tier. I agree. Number 10, I put Gopher. I just don't like him, and I don't have anything else to say about him. So for number 9, I did Owl. He's a know-it-all. He's pretentious. And that kind of person I don't like, so go away. (laughs) Go away. Number 9, I also did Owl. He reminded me of the kids in high school who just thought they knew everything. And even if they did, I don't need that kind of energy around me. No. So for number eight, I have Kanga, and there's nothing wrong with Kanga. I like Kanga, but I feel like she doesn't get enough personality, at least from going back and watching a bunch of things. I just don't feel like I get enough about her or enough from her that I, like, have a strong opinion either way. Yeah, number eight, I went with Rue. My issue with Rue is at least what I was watching, there was really not a lot of, like, moments. And there was no real character development. I wonder if just because, you know, Rue's the youngest and Mm -hmm. and a child, really just there for, like, additions to scenes. Um, So at least what I was watching, I didn't think I could rank Rue higher just because of the lack of moments and scenes I saw. So number seven, I did Piglet. And again, there's nothing wrong with Piglet. I just think that Piglet is a little too much similar to myself that I don't like it. (laughs) Because I'm a warrior and overthink things and, you know, have anxiety with stuff. So I just, I don't like seeing that (laughs) portrayed in a way that I'm like, "Uh -uh, I'm not, I guess that's how I'll phrase it. There's nothing wrong with Piglet. I just don't like 
the similarities I see between us. So I wanted to be, <laughs> I prefer him to be lower on the list. Number seven, I went with Rabbit. Um, the one thing I do appreciate about Rabbit is he's got a lot of sarcastic moments. And he has sort of this dry humor that you don't really see from any of the other characters. But I also think, similar to Rue, he's not really one of the main characters. He's more like a side background character. And so I didn't feel like, based off that and what I had seen, I could move him up higher. So number six, I did Rabbit. And I agree that um, Rabbit is kind of like one of the mature ones in the group. And he has to put up with all of their shit, you know, and he's just trying to grow his garden and live his life and Poos just getting stuck in his window and ruining his garden and has to deal with Tigger and he's just trying to live his life, you know? He's just trying to be a successful farmer and all these other people are messing it up. So I, I can relate to Rabbit more as an adult. I can understand his point of view. Okay, so number six my biggest shock to date of any list I've ever done. As a child, I idolized Tigger. <gasps> I had you many a- uh, What? I ha- let, me, let me finish. I had many a Tigger stuffed animals. I got them in Disney when we were at Disney. Probably paid a lot of money for them. I mean, I didn't pay for them. My parents did. I loved when the Tigger movie came out. I was so happy. But fuck Tigger. He is annoying as fuck as an adult. He fucks shit up and he doesn't try to fix it. And I just can't stand his energy. I don't know why I ever liked him. I was so disappointed when I watched like Christopher Robin the other night. And when I watched the specials today, I was like embarrassed of myself as a child that I even liked him. That's a hot take right there. (sighs) He got Um, me fired up. Yeah. So number five, I have Rue. Um, and I agree. I just think he's, like, fun. Like, he's just, like, you know, he's a child, so he just likes to have fun. I like his relationship with Tigger. They get along really well, and I like seeing that bond. And I just think he brings, like, a good, like, youthful playfulness that I like to see. So, number five, I went with Kanga. I feel as the only female character, I felt a bit obligated to maybe put her a little bit higher than I would have. And I also think that she... Like, similar to Rabbit, she's a little bit more of the mature one of the group. And I feel like her having to, like, take on the mom role, not just for Rue, but essentially the other characters as well, is probably draining. Um, So I have respect for Kanga in that regard. So for number four, I have Christopher Robin. And as the only human of the group, I really respect the amount of support he gives to all his friends. Like, he's always there for them. He's always up for the crazy things and being supportive and giving advice. And I always, my favorite scene, I think, of any Winnie the Pooh of anything, and it's also in the book, is when him and Pooh are talking about him going to school. And he's just like, will you, like, come to the spot and just, like think about me alone, like, while I'm away. And I just, like, really love uh, loyalness to his friends and the, the the care he has for them and the thoughtfulness he has for them. Yeah, so number four, I also put Christopher Robin. I mean, the story does not exist without him. That right. universe doesn't exist without him. And so 
you know, he clearly has love for these animals. And, you know, I watched the Christopher Robin movie last night, the one that came out a couple years back. Yeah, so it's interesting to see kind of how they think he would have turned out as an adult. But, you know, even as an adult, he's able to go back and really, like, still give that love and attention. And there's something so genuine and, like, um, innocent about that, I guess, mm-hmm. that he I feel he feels relatable, as especially as, like, a child watching that. Yeah. So, number three, I did Winnie the Pooh. And I love his, like... I don't even know if I'd call it positivity, but just, like, optimism. He has a lot of optimism. He's very, like, happy with himself and of his surroundings, and he's perfectly content to do absolutely nothing. But he really cares about his friends. He always makes sure everyone's doing fine and has time for them, and sure, he's mischievous, and, you know, maybe his ideas aren't always great, um but he's just like can be very like retrospective in a way and introspective and i can appreciate that in a main character yeah number three i did your i feel like to me he's relatable in the sense that i wouldn't necessarily call him like a pessimist more like a realist and sort of i see a lot of things i think the way he does And sort of like that half glass empty sort of personality. But I think that your two, like, he provides a lot of the humor in the moments of him just sort of stating what's actually happening Mm -hmm. in this very, like, dry, you know, one-tone voice, basically. But I feel like he, like, at certain points in everyone's life, you can relate to being like your. Like, just, like... You, sometimes you gotta be a pessimist, I feel like. And Eeyore gets that, and he just embraces it and does it 24-7, and I gotta respect that. So number two, I have Tigger. And while I can agree that he can be annoying, his design is amazing. Like, his character design is, like, one of the best character designs. The way that they're able to take a basically of the basis of a tiger but transform it enough that it is like a distinct look is done really well um so i have a lot of respect just for character design itself and he's just like i mean for lack of a better word he's a wild card you know he rolls up you know in the middle of the night and he's like hey i'm here now uh deal with me and as like upbeat and like energetic as he is you still can see that he's very insecure And that, to me, is really interesting. Being able to see those bits and moments where, like, he falters and doesn't have, or, like, has self-doubt and, like, lack of self-confidence when he comes across as this big ball of energy and personality and character. So I really like that dynamic. I have always found really interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's interesting when you bring it up that way, but, like, still, just, like, I cannot... (laughs) We can't do that. Um, So (laughs) number two, I have Winnie the Pooh. Um, Pretty much everything you said I agree with. And I feel like everything he does, he does with his heart. And he's he's really trying to do what he thinks is the right thing. And like you said, it's not always the right thing and he does mess up. But I feel like he's always trying to, 
you know, if he messes something up, he's always trying to find a solution. And, you know, I, I respect and I appreciate the fact that he just leads with his heart and he, like, puts everything he has. I mean, you can see the love he has for the other characters as well as Christopher Robin and just how he always is optimistic that, you know, Christopher will come back for him and, and won't forget about them. And he's, like, the, I guess, the silent leader of the group. Yeah. So... Probably my most controversial number one pick of any list ever. Um, Eeyore is number one on my list. Now, I have liked Eeyore since I was, like, two or younger. I got an Eeyore stuffed animal from Disney when I was two. And ever since then, Eeyore is, I think, I can confidently say my favorite animated character of anything ever. (laughs) just like in a general sense and I don't know what it says about me that as a two-year-old my favorite character is a depressed donkey um considering I was like the highest energy child in existence when I was younger I literally got lost in Disney World I just went off on my own I was like you know what I'm good (laughs) see you later family (laughs) but I just love the fact that even though he's pessimistic and not seeing the world in like a bright light and you know clearly he's he's a depressed donkey he still makes time to see his friends and spend time with people that he cares about and I think that's really encouraging in a way that like he has a good support group of people who care about him and love him and he's able to still find joy in things and I can really appreciate that so that's why he that's why he's my favorite both as a child and as an adult. I can respect different aspects. That's fair. Plus he's oh. got the cute little pink bow on his Of course. Yeah. Of course. So number 1, I went with Piglet and I wouldn't say growing up that Piglet was even like one of my top 3 characters, but I think Piglet it's like it's kind of strange cuz he's essentially like an old man mixed with a baby. <laughs> um he's very cute. But he can't, like, make a decision ever. He's so indecisive. He wants to be needed. He wants to be, like, wanted. And he's so scared to take chances. But you also get to see these moments of, like, bravery out of him. And I think that what you said, I agree with. Like, I see a lot of myself in Piglet. But for me, it's almost more comforting. Like, especially being a kid who grew up with a lot of anxiety and like you didn't necessarily always know what you were feeling because like we didn't talk about like mental health when we were children you know that wasn't like a normalized thing so I think going back now as an adult and actually like understanding those feelings more like I think Piglet's a good representation for kids or just for anyone who's like really trying to not let their anxiety and fear overpower them and he's always sort of trying to overcome that. And, and there's, there's a lot of admirable qualities about him. But I think he's just, like, he's adorable. We, we love him. Yeah. Love his style. <laughs> I love his little vest. Yeah. Cute little vest. He does and I kind cute... of hope, I kind of hope he is gay because he's, like, a gay icon. Yeah. If that's true. I would love that. 
Yeah, you know, just uh, love that for him. Yeah, I know, right? That'd be pretty great. I don't know if it was ever confirmed, and plus, it's also Disney, so so probably not. But... <laughs> At least not yet. They're very uh, slow on the curve there for representation yeah. in general. So yes, correct. But yeah, yeah, that is Winnie the Pooh. We did it, and it turned out surprisingly wholesome <laughs> and introspective, yeah. which I guess I don't, I wasn't exactly expecting, but. Yeah, I feel like we got deeper than we've gotten on a lot of these, and I was like, did not think Winnie the Pooh would be the one to bring that out of me, but, you know. Yeah. Got some intense um, rage, also yes. with Tigger, but, you know. <laughs> I think that's that's really interesting to me that you dislike him so much, because, like, mm-hmm. that was your favorite, was Tigger was your favorite for a long and time. And I, I wonder if I just loved his design, because I think you're right. I think out of all the characters, he, to me, is the most, like, I think that's why I like those stuffed animals, was because yeah. I just was drawn to them. Mm-hmm. But I loved, like, there was the Tigger movie, like, I was yeah. so excited. I don't know. It was really, really interesting. Like, when I, when I watched him and mm-hmm. I was like, I cannot stand him. Mm-hmm. Like, so, just to run through my list again, um, starting at number 10, I have Gopher, Owl, Kanga, Piglet, Rabbit, Rue, Christopher Robin, Pooh, Tigger, and then Eeyore at number one. And then my list, I have 10 is Gopher, Owl, Rue, Rabbit, Tigger, Kanga, Christopher Robin, Eeyore, Winnie the Pooh, and Piglet. So yeah, that is um, Winnie the Pooh. This one was interesting. This is the first time we've done, like, technically characters from a book. Right. I guess book turned movie, but... Turned TV show, turned everything. All forms of media. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, if anyone has any strong opinions on favorite Winnie the Pooh characters, or if you would disagree with me and Alyssa on any of ours, you can, you know, send us a message on Instagram or Twitter, or you can email us and uh, let us know what you think. Yep. And we'll be back next week, and we actually have a special guest. We have our second guest who will be making an appearance on our show. We're very excited for our next episode. We'll be back next week. We'll be back. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat.